right. Well, good morning. Welcome to Shelter Daily and His Word. It's so good to have you with us today. Thank you for taking time to be with us today. Whether you are listening to us through our podcast or you're watching us through one of our live stream services, thank you so very much. I'm just so glad to be able to be a part of your day and your morning. And I pray that what we've been saying and sharing has been a blessing to your life. I hope it is. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, check in with us. Tell us if you like what you're hearing. Uh, give us ideas. If you have topics of discussion that you'd like us to share, we'd love to be able to uh, know what you're thinking and uh, just to be able to minister. Our goal is to try to get as many people engaged with us as we can. So we'd always love for uh, you to send in questions and we'd love to be able to take time to answer them. And however we can minister to you, however we can help you, that's what we're here for. Jubilee Worship Center is a place of new beginnings and we'd love for you to uh, experience that through the power and the a love of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit, how he ministers and changes us. And uh, this is just one of those moments. And I, I'm just so thankful to the Lord for the way he is blessed. So today we're going to uh, bring uh, Psalms 55 to a conclusion. I hope that you have enjoyed uh, these last few sessions that we've had together. We've talked about uh, what it's like to, 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 be, uh, to live life with burdens. And then we've talked about what we're not to do when we're dealing with the burdens uh, that are going on in our lives. And today, I want to share with you what you can do about the burdens that you experience in life. What can I do when I'm overwhelmed? What do I do when I feel fear? What do I do when I'm going through these moments in my life? What am I supposed to do with all that? How do I, how do I navigate through all of it. Well, today, I believe the Word of God, I believe this psalm can speak to you when you're dealing with burdens in your life, cares of life. I believe that this Word will help you today. So, Father, today, thank you for the opportunity we have to come. Thank you for the Word today. Bless the hearer. Lord, not just to hear the Word, but to also do the Word. God, we just ask it in your name, and we'll give you the praise, God, for it, because we know, Lord, that your Word is what changes us, transforms us into what you desire us to be. So bless today, we pray, and we'll give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, again, Psalms 55, get you a cup of coffee, get your Bible, let's open it up. Let's just look at it one more time. We're going to go a little bit more here. I shared last yesterday, in our last session, what God says in his word, he, can, he, he tells us not to do. But now we're going to look at what he can do, what we can do when we are uh, dealing with life's burdens. And I, I, I ended it with Psalms 55, 22 is the key. And there's things here, three things I think you need to look at when we're dealing with life's burdens. And so let's look at verse 22 again. Cast all your burdens on the Lord. That's what it says. Cast all your burdens on the Lord and what? He will sustain you. He will sustain you. Not only will he sustain you, but he says he shall never permit the righteous to be moved. So right here we have three things that we can, that we can do and we can, need to remember when we're going through or dealing with this heavy, these heavy burdens of life. Just, just, you know, 
and trust me, just everyday life can be a burden for some people. Some people, they have a hard time just getting up in the morning, even facing the day. Well, what, what will we be able to, how can we then move from, from that place into just thriving in our everyday life? Because I believe God wants us to thrive. I believe, I believe God wants us to, to live uh, not just as we, as we talked about this in the past, a happy, blessed life. Well, how? With all this stuff going on. Well, let's look at this for a moment. It says in, in verse 22, cast your burden on the Lord. Now that word burden, when we think of that, oftentimes it, in our minds, we think about this heavy weight, if you will, that kind of sets on us. It's kind of like, like, like this is the weight of the burden and it just sets, and this cup represents you and me, and it sets on us. And we just got this weight on us all the time. And we look at it like it's a bad, it's bad, it's not good, it's really a horrible to have it, don't want it, don't want to deal with it. And yet, if you look into the Word of God, the word burden literally in this, especially in this text, literally means that which He has given to you. It's what He has given to you. Or the simplest word we can use here, now this might surprise you right, when I say this, because some of you are going to be like, no way, that's, that's not possible. That word burden in its, in its simplest form means gift. Gift. That which is given to you. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever thought of your burden uh, as something that God has given to you as a trust to, that he's entrusted you with something? Did you ever think of your burden as a trust from God? Most of us probably think, no way, that's not possible. There's no way that God would ever let this be on me. But listen what he's saying. Cast your burden on the Lord. Cast it on the Lord. To understand what this means, you have to really... You know, uh, to understand this is really important because this is one of the first steps you take in transformation from this being something troublesome to something that will enable you to be victorious through. Okay? The trial, the disappointment, the loss, that negative thing that's going on is something that honestly God is trying to help you through. God's doing something in this. Yes. The, th the reality is He permitted it. He permitted that, that negative thing to happen. He permitted that trial of endurance. He permitted that disappointment to come into your life. He permitted it why? Because he trusts you enough that in it, he's trusting you that with this gift, that you will, through it all, all right, he's trusted you with it for a very wise and a very loving purpose. God is doing something. 
Now, you say, well, Pastor, I, I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, how could that possibly be so? Well, remember what Romans 8.28 says? Some of you quote this. Some of you probably quoted it more than once. For we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Notice what he says here. He doesn't say only the good things that happen in your life are there for God's purpose. I'm sorry, that's not what he says. He says this, all things work together. All things work together. In fact, he says this, and we know that all things work together for the good. So it's not like we're, we're living in life like, well, I didn't think that this would be happening to me. I didn't know or I didn't realize. No, we know that all things work together for the good to those who love God and to those who are the called according to his purpose. It has not come because of fate. This has not happened because of bad luck. It's not happened because of, of you know, uh, just just a twist of event. No. Now, I know that it may, it may be that the enemy is working against us, but you've got to understand, only the Lord gives permission for these things to happen. Therefore, we are to accept it at, at the hand of God. This is the Lord saying, that burden you're going to carry, there's, there's a reason why I'm doing this. There's a purpose behind this weight on your life. There's a reason why this burden is coming to you. And, 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 and while we may not at the moment, we can't figure it out. And when you read this psalm, you read all the different things that are going on. You read how that he goes through this and, and that there's all kinds of deceit and guile and wickedness and all kinds of stuff's going on. And all these things happen in my life, and yet you're telling me now that all this bad stuff that's happening is really God's gift? It's one of God's gifts to my life? And the answer to that is yes, it is. Yes, it is. And one reason God gives us burdens to bear is because it will bring us closer to Him. Look at verse 19. Just look at what it says. God... He says, God shall hear and afflict them, even he that abideth of old. And then there's this word, Selah. Now, for those of you that don't know what that word Selah means, it means ponder this. I want you to stop and I want you to think about this. Think about how God will hear and afflict, even he who abides from old. What is he saying? The re Listen, there are reasons why the burden was permitted. There are reasons why God allows things to happen in our lives. And it's easy for us sometimes to forget Him. It's easy for us to become slack when things are going smooth and things are smooth sailing for us and things are going great and we're on the mountaintop and we're saying, man, this is wonderful. It's so great. Yeah, it is. But what happens when things change? What do we do when things are not going right? When things are not going well for us? One of the things that happens to us a lot of times is 
is, is what I said yesterday. We doubt. We start doubting. God, don't you care about me? Don't you love? Remember when, when the, the uh, 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 disciples were on the boat with Jesus? Book of Mark. And it tells us that the storm came and they came down to where Jesus was and they found him sleeping. I, I, can you imagine? I, 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 get, I get this, this uh, image in my mind that they run down those stairs, that ladder, and they look over there and there's Jesus sound asleep in the midst of this crazy storm going on. And they're like, I could just see the you know, picture in my mind, the look on their face of like, you got to be kidding me. And their words even, Lord, don't you care that we perish? Isn't that us? Isn't that how we are a lot of times? We're going through this. God, don't you see the burden I'm in? This is what the song, God, give an ear to my prayer. You know, don't hide from me. Don't hide from myself. Okay, attend to me. Hear me. God, listen to my complaint. I'm complaining. The noise, listen to the noise I'm making. God, listen to all this. Where were we when this wasn't going on? What were we doing when this wasn't happening? Were we just kind of skipping through life? Oh, man, it's easy, it's great, wonderful. Praise God. But now things happen. And what's the first thing we want? Oh, God, you don't care about me? Don't you care? You know, if you read the book of Mark about that story, you'll read it where it says the Bible says that there were other boats on the water too. It wasn't just their boat. You're not the only one on the sea. You're not the only one living this life. You're not the only one. I know we like to think we're it. You know, we're the only, only thing that matters is me. The reality is you're not the only one that's out there. And see, it is easy, isn't it? I mean, let's just be honest about it. It's easy for us sometimes to forget God when things are going well. It's easy to skip out on prayer. It's easy not to be in the Word. It's easy not to go to the house of God when things aren't, where things are just going, we're just going through life. And then when trouble comes, it's easy to blame God. And it's easy to get mad at God. And it's easy to forget where we come from and what has happened to us. When I think about what Psalms 119, 67 through 71 says, it says, before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now I keep your word. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. The proud have forged a lie against me, but I will keep your precepts with my whole heart. Their heart is as fat as grease, but I delight in your law. It is good for me that I've been afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. I wonder how many of you listening to me right now can say what David said, what the psalmist said there. It's good for me to have been afflicted. When was the last time you said that? Man, God, thank you for this trial. Thank you, God, that you, that you brought this on my life. Thank you, Lord, for this burden in my life. That's not usually our prayer, is it? No, usually it's, God, what are you doing to me? Why have you forsaken me? Where are you, God? Don't you hear me, God? Are you going to let me fall under this, God? <laughs> no. What he's saying is, is that it's a good thing to go through negative times in our lives because when we do, that's when we can see God. See, some of you don't realize that even through this last year and all that we've gone through with COVID and everything else, some of you haven't realized that the reason why that you've gone through the things is because God is trying to get you to give Him glory. 
But instead, what have we done? We've looked at it. Now. Well, Pastor, you don't understand. You know, you know, you haven't experienced death. I, you don't know what it's like to have to bury a loved one because of that. No, I may not know all of that, but I don't have to. I don't have to because I know God. I have been. I've sat with. I've been with families. I have been there. And yes, it can be very overwhelming if it weren't for God. If it weren't for his hand of grace. You know, now's not the time in, in, in when you're going through hard times, dark times, trial times, disappointing times. That's not the time to stay away from God's house. That's not the time to stay away from God's people. That's not the time. We can use whatever excuse we want to. The truth is, the truth is, is that when we're going through easy times, oftentimes we forget God. And when we're going through those times, when it's smooth sailing, it's like, God, I don't need you right now. The psalmist said, you know, I am so glad, God, thank you, because it was, it was good for me that I had that burden on my life. It was good that it came to my life. See, here's the thing. Will you accept your burden as, as, as it's from the hand of God? Oh, it's easier said than done. Granted, I know. I know what you're thinking. Because we don't want to think of it that way. We don't want to look at, we don't want to look at, at life like that. We want to think that God never lets anything bad happen to anybody. But you've got to remember, it was God who gives permission. It was God who gave permission to the devil when the devil went before him to, to put the burden on to Job, to take his family from him, to take his, his livelihood from him, to even to the point to where that he was dealing physically with boils all over his body and everything. It was, it was God that said, you can do these things. And notice what it says. He says, cast your burden. Cast the burden on the Lord. If it was the Lord who allowed it, then why not give it back to him? Say, God, you know what? I know that you'll help me through it. Cast, remember, that word, that word cast, if you look it up, it means to fling or to hurl. It's like, okay, God. It's, yours. it's the idea of, of, of when you read Daniel chapter 6, where Daniel's cast into prison. He's hurled, in, he's thrown into prison. When Jonah was thrown overboard in Jonah, in Jonah 1, when John was cast into prison in Matthew 4, when the devil will be cast into the lake of fire in Revelations 20. It's you and I are to cast, we're to, we're to literally throw, hurl our burdens to the Lord. God, this is your, I can't do this by, without you. He's the great burden bearer. He is gracious to us. And his word uh, to both sinner and saint is, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is the call <clears throat> that he brings to us. To come to him, to cast it on him, to hurl it toward him. And here we see further reason why he gives us these burdens. See, that in our weakness we may provide his strength, prove his strength to be real. 
that when I'm weak, like the Hebrew writer said in Hebrews 11, in our weakness, he becomes strong. Where he is our all-sufficiency of grace. Where, where he is everything we need. That in the midst of, like Paul said, that even when I'm going through these things, his grace is sufficient for me. He wants us to learn the great twofold lesson that we cannot, but he can. We can't, he can. I don't have it in myself to do it, but through him I can. You read about Paul's heavy burden. We talked about this in 2 Corinthians 12. And, 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 it, and, 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 he, and he realizes that, that, it, that God was the one that permitted, God allowed it. And, and Paul, even though he, Paul, he prayed for removal of it, that God, would, would you remove this thing? God said to him, lest I would be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations. The thorn of the flesh was given to me. A messenger of Satan buffeted me lest I should be exalted above measure, he said. And then he said, concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that I might, de that might depart. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, Paul. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. Think about that. Paul is saying, God, I need deliverance. I can't handle this. It's, it's too heavy for me. It's too much. This burden, this, this, this constant uh, thorn I'm dealing with, being buffeted, being, being uh, torn apart by this thing. All, you know. And yet, he said, God said, but my grace, Paul, is sufficient. And where did Paul, what did Paul do after that? What did he say? Well, if you look at, again, Take the time to look at 2 Corinthians 12 and look at what he says uh, further in verse 9 and 10. He said, therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my affirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmities, in my reproach, in needs and persecution and distress for Christ's sake. For when I'm weak, he becomes strong. In him, I'm strong. When I'm weak, that's when I'm strongest. When I'm going, when I'm, when I'm under this burden, when I'm under this stuff, this care, this is what the psalmist is saying. When I cast my cares upon him, he sustains me. In my weakness, I become strong. That's where it's found at. And this is, you know, this is so important. You know, when I cast my burden upon the Lord, will you let God carry you? Or are you one of those people who say, I can handle it, I'll do it myself. I don't need God, I can handle it. <laughs> no, actually you can't. I know you think you can, but trust me, this burden, all right, again, this is just an example, this burden on your life will become way too heavy. You will collapse under it. You will collapse under it. You will not be able to bear under it yourself without the power and the strength that comes only from him. Because in your weakness, he becomes strong. In your weakness, he becomes strong. See, this is, this is so important. You got to understand this. So, so now watch this. So here we are, all right? We understand. We understand that he is the birth. We cast our care upon him. We understand that, right? And then we leave the burden with the Lord. Cast your care upon him. Cast your care upon him. Put your burden on the Lord. 
and he shall sustain you. Once we've cast our burden upon him, he assumes full responsibility for it. He's the one who will take now. Now, not only is, is the burden that I'm bearing, I'm bearing under it, but here's the thing. He puts his hand. Now watch. He enables us to bear up under it because what he does is this. He carries us. He carries us. He will sustain you. But more than that, he will never, never, Psalms 55, he'll never let the righteous fall. You see, I've always said this, before I pray, it's my problem. But after I pray, it's God's problem. Before I go to God, I'm going to, be, I'm going to deal with it. This is, this is heavy, God. I can't, I don't know what to do with it. But after I pray, I know what he does. He comes along and he bears up. He bears me up. He picks me up and he helps me to carry whatever. He enables me to do what I could never do by myself. He's our great burden bearer. I don't know if you remember the old hymn. It says, fear not, I am with you. Oh, be not dismayed. For I am thy God and will still give thee aid. I'll strengthen thee, help thee, cause thee to stand, upheld by my righteous, omnipotent hand. Can you, can you see this? Who upholds us? If my burden is here, and this is my life, who upholds me? Who sustains me? Who's got me? We sing that song, he's got the whole world in his hand. Can you imagine? Think about that. Can you imagine how he takes not just my burden, other people's? Yours, I love this song. This is a great song. This is a great song. That's a great verse. You, oh God, you're the one. You're my burden bearer. And you, Lord, are the one that carries the things of my life. I trust you. Yes. I'm upheld by the righteous hand of God. So what am I going to do? I'm going to cast my burden upon the Lord. And I'm going, to, I'm going to know that he will sustain me, that it's a good thing because I trust in him. It's moved me closer to him. I'm, I'm thankful for what I've gone through. I'm thankful because God proved himself. Um, I, I remember hearing, I don't know, I remember exactly who it was that said it, but you never know you have faith till you're in a good fight. You never know you have faith till you're in a good fight. You never know what victory is until you have to go through a battle. You never know what love is until you've experienced those who don't love you. But man, when you know someone who truly loves you, who truly cares about you, who sustains you, who upholds you, friend, that's where it's at. Trust in the Lord. He will sustain you. And He will never never let you fall he'll never let you fall why because he holds you in his hand wow maybe you are one of those you've been trying to do this all alone you've been trying to carry you're here you are you're out there and you're trying to carry it all alone. don't do that to yourself don't do that but instead why don't you let him come up let him hold you let him sustain you. Father, right now I just come 
Lord, first of all, to thank you because you are the one who holds us up. You sustain us. No wonder you said to cast it. The, the, the burdens, God, they were given to us. I know we don't like to look at them like they're gifts, but God, really they are because it enables us, God, to see your hand at work when we put our cares toward you. You sustain us. You keep us. You uphold us. You watch over us. And Lord, for that one today, Lord, I pray that this word, Lord, will quicken their spirit. Lord, if they've come to a place of giving up or they're looking elsewhere, they're trying to find what they're looking for somewhere else, and God, it's not going to work for them. But Lord God, let them remember. Remember what you did for them. Remember how you keep them and sustain them through every single day of their life. Bless them, I pray. Watch over them. And God, may they walk under the power of your presence every day of their life, I pray. For your word says, you will never leave us. You will never forsake us. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I want to thank you for joining with us today for this time of Shelter Daily in His Word. My prayer is you'll stay sheltered every day and that you will continue to support us through your prayers and your love gifts. Whichever way you want to do that, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what this program means to you because we'd love to hear from you. God bless you. Have a great day in the Lord.